This is Sloths in a Bucket on Johnny Taco's show. All right, welcome. I'm Johnny Tacos here. Today we have an awesome treat. We have a three-piece band from Ohio, Justice 316. Each one of those members have a long history of great music and a huge heart for Jesus. Today we'll talk about a couple of their songs, how the band came around, and what's the future to hold this band. Because you know what? For a band who just started about a year ago, their music just screams out decades. And you know what? I can make so many jokes about being old. Because you know the Taco Man is not getting any younger. Can I get a hallelujah? But I just want to let you know this band is awesome. I'm very excited about having this interview and sharing it with all the folks. Followers, the followers. We'll call them followers because you are all fellowship in the eyes of Christ. And you know what? I am one of y'all. We are the body of Christ and we're just rocking and rolling. Hey, before that, I want to get a little quick taco talk. I just want to give a quick shout out to all the the men and women of the Heights in Ellis County. The Heights of Ellis County is a survivor, a surviving group of young women whose hearts are for Jesus, and their hearts are even for the survivors, for the people that live day to day with domestic abuse. And even though we're counting down to the end of Domestic Abuse Awareness Month, it's not going to go away. Not when October 31st comes through to November 1st will everybody just give up and quit domestic abuse. It takes a... It takes a village, it takes a nation to help each other, to guide each other, because seeing it firsthand and listening to it through my wife and my mom, it, it, it's, a very, it's very near and dear to my heart. And the, the, the people at the Heights, um, they have so many resources. They have counseling, they have... Uh, they have clothes like uh, awesome, you know, clothes to get you out there on the workforce and to get you working. Because so many people that are stuck in a domestic abuse situation, their abuser keeps them from working, keeps them from their family, keeps them from their friends, uh, just shuts them out from the world because 
if they have no one to run to, they have total power. But I encourage you, if you are a victim, be a victim no more. Be a survivor. Find those references. Talk to local officials. Talk to these fine ladies of the heights. If you are in the Ellis County, if you're not and you still want to contact them, contact them. And I, I bet you a million dollars that they can find elsewhere, find resources and help elsewhere. Uh, for, for that, you know what, if you want to go on the website, they are the Heights Ellis That's the Heights Ellis And, and also if you, if you have a heart, a heart, a, a soft spot for these survivors, these, these wonderful women and, and men, because men too get into that, that, uh, into that lifestyle not the life i wouldn't say lifestyle but they get into that predicament too and you want to help they do accept donations they do accept help they they accept clothes you know these 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 people the the men and women of the heights are a christ driven uh, organization and they're here to uh, to help the the people such as yourself if you are in this situation so please reach out to them and also there is a 24 7 I say it a 24 7 toll-free number that can help you that can help someone you love your your brother your sister your your mom your best friend all these people that can actually n- use the help of these resources to reach out and to to save them to to or to give them the power to save themselves you can call that number at 1-800-799-7233 again i'm going to tell you again because sometimes i talk too fast it's 1-800-799-7233 All right, guys, that's all I got to say about it. God bless you. And let's get back to the music. Here is Afterglow by Justice 316. Here, right here. No, right over there. Right somewhere on the Johnny Taco Show Origin Stories.
All right, welcome to the Johnny Taco Show Origin Stories. Today, I have Justice 316, not John 316 or Stone Cold Steve 316. <laughs> but then that would be a whole different podcast, and, uh, you know, we'll just be talking about wrestling 24-7, which is not a bad yeah. thing. Yeah. Never a bad thing. Uh, before I get to the guys here uh, from all the way in I think, yeah, in Ohio, which is uh, pretty far away from me. It's, it's at least a couple thousand miles. Just a few. Just a few. Just a few kilometers. It's, it's just next door. They, they are the neighbors, the long-distant neighbor of Texas. Yeah, we'll just leave it that way. But uh, just want to let you know today is Domestic Abuse Awareness Month. I know last week on my last episode I said Domestic Abuse Month. I did not want to get that concern. I did not want to get that confused. It is not celebration of domestic abuse. It's a it's a awareness of domestic abuse, and it's it's a serious matter. And I know I do a lot of joking, and I joke a lot, but with the domestic abuse, um, I can't I can't really joke too much because I was a child um, that had to go through that watching my mother. Uh, being abused um, pretty frequently. Uh, there was times where she was pushed out of a moving car, times where she was just um, just beat up, and and it's it's hard to get out of that situation you're in. And the reason right. why I'm bringing this up is that there is uh, there is references out there. There are people, there are uh, charity organizations, uh, places like that that you can find and, and it's very discreet. Um, you know, there is no way for anybody to know where the houses are that, that you know, house these, uh, house the people um, that are going through this uh, ordeal. Uh, and one here is the Heights in Ellis County. Um, my wife is part of the, t- uh, part of the board. Uh, they raise awareness. They they also do charity events and stuff so they can have the funds to uh, help uh, the women and children uh, get out of this and survive. So if you would like to know more about the Heights, uh, the website will be below. Well, below on the podcast. And you're like, how can I tell what the podcast? Okay. I, I have ADD today. I apologize. Medicine is... Somewhere at the at the uh, at H E B, but that's not my fault. That is the medicine's fault. Uh, but uh, but really, just uh, go over there, check them out. Um, it, it it can help somebody. It can save somebody. And I can't I can't just uh, bring this up um, enough. So all right, so an. With with all that here, we have justice, you know, because because we all need justice. We have justice three sixteen here today from Ohio, and they are very 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 big fans of Coca Cola because in the background there's a big Coca Cola sign, and it's just it's just awesome to meet you. I know that we have tried to have this uh, conversation what a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Oh, almost a year ago, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Patience is a virtue. Patience is what God teaches you. And if you have children, then you are the master of patience. So, 
But uh, how are y'all doing today? It's a pretty, um, how's the weather up there? Uh, it's <coughs> chilly, but sun shining. Well, about 50 guys. Yeah. Leaves are changing. It's real pretty up here right now. And um, up there, there's a, it's, it's like a different world from Texas and Ohio, you know. Uh, here you got two temperatures. You got blazing inferno or tundra. So it's, right, right. It's 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 never a nice peaceful time. You know, uh, we had uh, two days of fifty degrees. Now today is going to be ninety eight. Yeah. Oh, so, so the flu season is 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 ripe over here in Texas, which I do have to apologize because my throat's a little. Uh, a little messed up because I had the flu earlier this week. So uh, thank you to all the prayers from uh, my church uh, renovation at the peak for all the prayers. You know, I got really, I, I started getting feeling better after they, they put that prayer over me. So it's the power of prayer, right? Yep, exactly. All right. Well, um, let's talk about y'all. Um, introduce yourself, what you do for the band and your favorite color. We'll just throw that on there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm Joel Denny and I play the bass and, uh, some background vocals and, um, favorite color, I guess, red. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to actually do it, but thank you, Joel. Thank you for being a participant. Uh, I'm Dan Weichel. I'm the drummer and I sing some background vocals and, uh, my favorite color is, um, a tree. A tree. Yeah. Well, that is, um, that, that's <laughs> one drum, of those weird. Drums are made out of wood. <laughs> At least the good ones are. So. <laughs> hey, that, that would be a new crayon color tree. Because yeah. they got tree. weird <laughs> color, names <laughs> of colors in their box just to associate 300 colors. Yeah. All right. And I'm, you, you handsome man. I'm Dwayne Williams, uh, lead vocalist and guitarist. Um, and. My favorite color is red as well. Wow. So original. I thought the lead singer <laughs> well, would be putting something like fuchsia or chartreuse. We're, we're in Ohio, so these guys are mistaking red for scarlet. Oh, okay. Yes. It's scarlet and gray. Yeah. Yeah, the, there it is. The scarlet letter. The words yeah. of Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah. You got to put that shirt down. There's some dirt on there. You got to take that off there. <laughs> so uh tell us about the band how long y'all been around well, uh it's been around since what the fall of last year yep um so the three of us played together in a band um for how many years did we play together i was with you guys for like nine nine and i was in a couple years before that um we played all over the state of ohio um, and we just, um, got to a certain point where the, the, the band was okay. It was, it was good, but it was all controlled by one person. Um, set lists, you know, uh, gigs, things like that. Um, song ideas were pretty much everything was filtered through one person and one person had the final say on everything. And there was a lot of other stuff that the remaining three of us wanted to do musically that we never really thought we were going to have a chance to do. 
And ministry-wise, too. And ministry-wise as well. And, um, yeah, as far as venues go, there were certain venues that we would like to play that we weren't, we weren't able to do. So what we did was um, we just started talking among the three of us, and that actually leads to where our name comes from. <laughs> um, so we started, a, there was a chat group, you know, where we could talk outside the band, just the three of us, and and the chat groups, oops, did you name it that? Yeah, I I, I named it Just Us Three. Just Us Three. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately in my mind, I thought, well, that'd be kind of a cool band name, Justice Three. But then to relate it to the Bible and relate it to, you know, biblical teachings and stuff, the number 316, John 316, and, and there's so many 316s in the Bible that are super important scriptures. I thought that really just kind of ties everything together, Justice 316. Um, and so we got to talking there and we decided, you know, we were going to sort of kick ourselves out of that band and um, start all over with a new band. And we had to get a PA system. We had to get, you know, we had to basically start from scratch, uh, working on finding places to play, things like that. We, I mean, we were, we were not in charge of any of that stuff. Um, but the Lord provided, like from from the day one, God provided everything that we needed, and He continues to um, up to this day. So, coming full circle back to this year and that amount of time, we've played several venues and we've recorded our EP, um, and we're quite happy with it. Which uh, we'll be listening to a couple of those songs today on the show. So, you know, you get a little taste um, of what behind the music and then you'll get the full circle. since so I'm going to use that again uh, <laughs> with the music that they, they produce. So and having um, having this freedom, you know, because of the other band, you know, you felt caged having this freedom. Does it make you love doing what you're doing just a little bit more? No, actually, it makes us love what we're doing a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how long, how many years of experience do y'all have playing? Well, I guess, uh, I mean, I've, I've played the, uh, I started in an orchestra program. I started on an upright bass in sixth grade. Uh, and then I got my first bass guitar in ninth grade. And I've been playing bass guitar ever since. I still doodle on the upright a little bit too, but. So I'm 45 now. <laughs> You're a baby. You're two years younger than me. You're a baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, playing the bass, what what made you want to play the bass? Was it like a, a, a rock star or you just like <laughs> rhythm? Honestly, um, so my, like I said, my school had an orchestra program and they came around and started recruiting kids in fourth grade. And I got recruited in fourth grade and, and I was so little i played the violin and i this is gonna sound upset feminist but i wanted something more masculine <laughs> so i got to sixth grade i was finally big enough to move up okay and, we're, we're gonna yeah, have to I mean, blank that out we're gonna have to beat that out because that's a bad word that's a bad uh, word oh, no. toxic <laughs> but uh but yeah i just i, I just love the bass i love the uh, and to me it's it's more of a a timing instrument rather than musical uh, and that's kind of my style of playing is is trying to keep time and rhythm and uh and playing along with this guy and keep him straight yeah because because i have no idea how to keep time 
Yeah, and you and I, we, we share the same beginning of music. Uh, when I was in uh, fifth grade, though, uh, we had a middle school guy come out there from band and kind of like, uh, kind of persuaded me to play the tuba. They go, well, you're a big kid. I go, well, I don't know if you're making fun of me because I'm fat or, or something. <laughs> you look like yeah. you, you'll be awesome to play the tuba. And, uh, you know, with with going through that about a year, we realized I'm not awesome at playing tuba. <laughs> During a Christmas special, I forgot how to play, so I just hummed it. But it, it sounded like it. It sounded like I was playing it. It was just humming. So, but yeah, that was my short-lived uh, musical career. So I felt like I'm better in the background. So, and what what about you, Dwayne? Um, I started playing guitar when I was eight. Um, that's from my dad. My dad was actually a gospel slash bluegrass guitarist. Um, so, I one of my very earliest memories was finding a actually smaller size. It wasn't a toy. It was a real guitar, but it was obviously for a smaller kid. I found one in the bottom of a toy box. I thought, wow, you know, and I took it to my dad, and he tuned it up and had it singing, and I was just kind of mesmerized from that from that point on. And when I was eight years old, he got me my, my first guitar, um, and he had this way of getting in trouble with my mom because he would go to um, pawn shops and come home with guitars for two or three or four hundred dollars here and there. <laughs> he said, I got it for Dwayne. So, yeah. <laughs> so from that point on, I started playing guitar. I played a lot in church. So I played a little bit of a little bit of banjo and a little bit of bass in church, but it was mainly guitar. Um, and then when I got older, became an older teenager um, in high school, I started listening to other types of music and stuff. You know, I thought, man, I like that that hard overdriven sound of that electric guitar. I want to try an electric guitar. Uh, so I moved to electric guitar and um, tried to play along with Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, uh, stuff that kind of spoke to me. I kind of thought it was maybe a little bit easier to play the stuff from the 70s, and plus I liked the way that sounded. So I kind of gravitated toward the, more of the classic rock sound. And um, I had a band back then, we didn't go very far. And uh, that kind of fizzled out, and I ended up getting saved. And they invited me to play guitar at church on the worship team. Started doing that. And they said, hey, you know, there's, there's Christian rock out there. You know, you should kind of look around and maybe see if someone wants to play in that kind of, because we know that you like that kind of style. And so I got on the Internet and started looking around. and got on a Craigslist ad. And that's how I ended up in the last band with this guy and this guy. So um, that's what led to where, where I'm at now. It was the Craigslist backdoor that's you were looking through there. Yeah. You know, the kids nowadays won't know anything about that. Not at all. Uh, but yet, you know, bluegrass and gospel, it's kind of like hand in hand. Because I, I, I listened to a couple of the bluegrass just to, because Sirius XM has a bluegrass channel. So I just turned it on. I was like, wow, this kind of, you can kind of play this at church. Right. You know? So growing up with, with that background, of playing guitar, you know, your, your father playing the guitar, um, able to get those, uh, expensive guitars for quote unquote you. 
which I do that with video games. Oh, I got that for my son. You know, yeah. Uh, so that that just it was God giving you that gift through your dad, which which is awesome. You know, we we always want to be emulate our dads, and I'm just glad it was through a positive way. So, and you know what? We can't forget about Booney. We can't forget about the drummer. The drummer is the crazy one out of all of them. You know, he might not say much. You know, I, I, oh, I say plenty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> stick around. You, you haven't given me the. You haven't opened the door yet. Oh, oh, I think, uh, I think I just well, did it. I did it. I did it. Yeah, you done did it. Done my, did it. Uh, my my story's a little interesting. My mom and dad uh, were Nashville recording artists, and uh, they weren't real big, but you know they they recorded. Uh, on the same label as uh, Willie Nelson. Some of you may know who that is. Um, my mom and dad, the last record they recorded uh, at Star Day, uh, Dolly Parton was just getting started there. She hadn't been yet discovered by Porter uh, Wagner. But uh, so music has always been in our family. Uh, my uncle, my mom's brother, he was he was a guitar player. So we just figured, I think, uh, me and my other two brothers growing up, I think we just figured that everyone in the world played music. So, uh, but I started playing uh, at the tender age of seven, uh, started out playing a steel guitar and uh, grew quite frustrated uh, with that over, over a year. My um, middle brother, Tim, he played drums. And one day he just decided he's going to stop playing drums, start playing bass. And that's all I needed was the door to open for me to start playing drums. So I started playing drums at eight. Um, we'll soon be 64. So I've been playing for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could, have, I could have sworn you weren't, weren't older than 32. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, it's 32 times two. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, but um, keep going, because it's, it's interesting. You know, it would have been more interesting if the band had two bass players and one right. guitar, you know. It'd be something yeah. like uh, well, Primus or something. It'd be inter more interesting if they had a steel guitar player, a bass player, and a guitar player. <laughs> Who needs drums? <laughs> yeah. It'd be Roadhouse. You'll be in that, right. that show Roadhouse with that one guy. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, every time I watch it, the blind guy that plays the steel yeah. guitar. Oh, I can't think of his name. Yeah. He, he passed, passed away he, here. Yeah. A few years back. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so your love of, of classic rock is what driven you to, uh, have this kind of sound, uh, that, that we have with justice 316. Uh, who are some of y'all's, um, uh, mentors? Like it, it don't have to be up close mentors. It could be, uh, musicians that, that you listen to on a record or, you know, people you looked up to and kind of, I hate using the word idolize it on a, on a, uh, church podcast. Right. Right. But you know, well, for, for me, I, so I had played, uh, both my brothers and myself were, were in our dad's band. My mom and dad got divorced when I was 10 and, so my dad toured 
and we were his band during the summer, uh, us and a couple other people. But uh, so I grew up playing country music, and when I was in the ninth grade, a kid moved to town from Columbus, and of course, I'm as soon as I start talking about this, these two guys here will have no idea what I'm talking about, but he turned me loose. Matter of fact, the very first concert I ever attended was Larry Norman, which uh, was quite, quite interesting. But, you know, I, I, I got turned on to the original Petra, um, Love Song, uh, Phil Kagi. Uh, I know I'm forgetting him. You know, later on, DeGarmo and Key. So that kind of changed my uh, my trajectory on the type of music that I that I was interested in, and uh, I went to Gatlinburg uh, with my friend Sean, and they had a concert there with a, a band called the Sammy Hall Singers, and I and later on just Sammy Hall, but uh, they had a drummer for years and years that I became friends with and we would follow them everywhere they played. Um, and I kind of emulated his setup, his style, that sort of thing. But it, it, to this day, he's, he's still my, my go-to guy as far as style play and, and that sort of thing. So, so, so you have a, like, like your roots are in country. Do you believe that, your your roots had somehow heightened up this this band. Put your own little twang in it. You just a country drummer. I'm just a country drummer. <laughs> <laughs> so no, what, I, I, yeah. I I divorced that lifestyle a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it people say they push away some some uh, old habits. You know, well, you know, it's a good habit. You know, to to enjoy music. But it, it, it sometimes peaks out, and then you see a little bit of a, a little bit of a, extra ingredient in the band, which just turns it turns it even that much of a greater, um, happy right. accident, you know. Yeah. All right. What about you, Dwayne? Well, um, so like I said, once I got into the harder rock and stuff, I I kind of gravitated toward the hard rock guitarists. Uh, Jimmy Page was a big one from Led Zeppelin course i think that's for every teenager that gets into playing guitar um just that gritty sort of not exactly perfect but cool sounding sound um i kind of definitely wanted to go for that early on when i started playing electric guitar and then uh, a lot of randy Rhodes. that's something that i really aspired to but i never quite reached uh being able to play like that um and then as far as a mentor goes, I don't know him personally, but I I actually ordered, this is how far back this was, I ordered this on VHS, <laughs> a guitar course by Doug Marks called Metal Method. And I think there were like six levels. I went all the way through that. And by the time I was done, I felt like I knew the guy. And I've actually talked to him on Facebook, and he actually responds back. So I, you know, I let him know that he was a big influence on me and that his... His course really helped me a lot. It kind of up to the point of, of when I got his course, 
looking back now, it feels it feels like up to that point I was walking around blindfolded, but doing a pretty good job for somebody that's blindfolded. Yeah. And his course kind of removed the blindfold to let me see, you know, there is a system to it. There is a rhyme or reason to why these notes are here and why these notes work with these notes. Um, so as far as an actual sort of mentor that I learned from, Doug Marks is, um, is the guy. Awesome. And I think you lost like three quarters of my fan uh, of my listeners when you said VHS. <laughs> they go, "Wow, is this ancient artifacts? Are we uncovering? Are we in uh, discovery?" <laughs> but uh, Joel, what about you? Um, so my love of, of classic rock really started in sixth grade again because that's my brother is seven years older than me, and sixth grade is when he went off to college. And uh, I kind of took over his room after he left and he had this drawer and I opened the drawer and I find all these, here's another ancient reference, but cassette tapes. <laughs> I found all these cassette tapes because you know, as a kid, you listen to, yeah, as a kid, you listen to radio and you don't really know what you're listening to. But when I found those cassette tapes, I started playing them and they were Led Zeppelin, Rush, um, Great White, um, Appetite for Destruction by, uh, by Guns N' Roses, and I just uh, fell in love with that music, started finding radio stations that played that kind of stuff. And in ninth grade, I had my first bass, and I, that's when I very first started. I call it noodling around, just playing around on it and you know, listening to something on the radio and trying to play along with it. And uh, when, I, uh, <clears throat> when I graduated high school, I got to go to uh, – I actually went to Texas. I went to a small private Christian university in East Texas called Ambassador University, went down there i got recruited to play in their orchestra program but i also played on their worship teams and uh they had band nights and so we'd get uh, i was like one of the only bass players there so i got recruited to play in lots of different bands and so i kind of had some mentors through through college that first year and then came back to ohio after that and, um eventually graduated college and went to a, a church called Lancaster community church up here and uh my my experience was all rooted in in you know, classical music originally. So that's where I knew how to read music and sheet music. And I went to the church that we started attending this like 20 years ago and I joined the worship team and they handed me a paper with lyrics and chords on it. And I was like, what, what do I do with this? Cause I'm used to reading sheet music. So, uh, yeah, I learned how to kind of not only just how to worship, but also how to, you know, create my own sound and, and a lot of those influences, so I'm kind of known as a thumper at church. I, I like to thump around a lot. I, I, I play worship songs a little bit more like uh, rock and roll, but, you know, they put up with me. So, And that's how I met Booney. He, he one time uh, joined that, that church and joined that worship band, and the rest is history. And, you know, there's nothing yeah. there's nothing wrong with rock and roll, you know. It's, no. uh, I grew up on all the, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin. I, I grew up uh, even – further further on with the stones and even further with the beatles you know back in the sergeant pepper lonely hearts club band which is a huge title you know and if you can use that that music to amplify the word of god and to to show the the passion of jesus and just to show your love for for god because a lot of music is what it is. It's it's a love song, 
to God. And if he could do it as exactly. a rock and roll uh, person, if he could be a rocker and melt people's faces off with uh, yeah. with one chord and show them you love them with your with your voice, you know, then then you're doing you're doing God's work. Right. So, but what were you saying? You were going to say something, Booney? Oh, I was just going to say he hasn't forgiven me yet for <laughs> getting him dra- dragged him into our to our little union here. I turned him down the first time he asked. He did turn me down. <laughs> And I thought the name sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad that you're, you're together. you got an awesome trio of uh, great dudes. The music's awesome. It, it does give me a little flashback. And You know what? I, I, Me personally, I wouldn't open up my my sister or my brother's uh, um, drawer <laughs> for anything because I'm a little nervous about what would be in it that they left behind. <laughs> You know, you are a courage. You know, you you take after Joshua. You have no fear <laughs> and courage <laughs> and strength. <laughs> so, so y'all have already uh, done what fourteen um, venues? Y'all, y'all have already done fourteen um, concerts. Uh, somewhere around there, like that. Yeah. Well, I was we, counting. Uh... I was counting while y'all were talking. Oh, okay. We have. Uh... Like we were saying earlier, I I always felt like we were being called to play places that, I mean, it's easy to go into a church and play and be accepted, um, but it's a little tougher to go into somewhere that the Christians aren't, which is where we need to be. <laughs> so uh, we've played in some interesting places. Um that uh you know we're hopefully planting the seed um and um you know making it possible for people to to hear the word uh one of the interesting things again i'm the old timer here uh these two guys on the left and the right of me they'll they'll send out a message hey we're going to do this song here and i'm thinking i don't even know what this song is it's something they grew up on i you know not me uh, I was listening to George Jones and Tammy Wynette during that period or something. I don't know where I was, but may- maybe I was sick from school. I don't know. But, uh, but we'll take songs. Yeah, we'll take songs that uh, that are familiar to people that will draw people in. But we change the words to to reflect our belief in Jesus. And uh, sometimes a little bit, sometimes a lot. Yeah, right? yeah. Sometimes they don't need a lot. A change, but but the the old group that we are in, we weren't allowed to do um, secular songs that wasn't number one or number two or number three on the charts at the time. We weren't allowed to do anything that was obscure. So one of the things that that we wanted to do and Dwayne was saying this earlier is we wanted to bring in some of those songs that we really liked that we can change a few words to or or the whole song but it's it's a style that we've wanted to play for forever so we do stuff from a group called black country communion uh which is a super group basically john uh, jason bonham john bonham's uh-huh. son yeah with drums uh, Glenn Hughes on bass and lead vocals. John Bonamassa on guitar. Joe Bonamassa. 
or Joe, Bo- did I say John? <laughs> Joe Bonamasso on guitar. Oh boy. I did. I, and I even went and seen him in person. Don't forget Derek Serenian on the keys. And yeah. Derek on the keys. And, but they, I, I brought a couple songs to the group that, uh, back when we was in the other band that I wanted to do, uh, we were never ever allowed to do. Now we do those songs. One, Dwayne completely wrote, rewrote the lyrics. Uh, the song is called Save Me. And uh, Dwayne, you can say more about that. Yeah, the song's called Save Me. And the, the subject matter is kind of, on the original, it's kind of from the perspective of someone that was murdered. But um, I changed it around to be from the perspective of John the Baptist. So uh, the lyric in the chorus, or the pre-chorus says, Son of God standing down in the river, a dove in the sky above, sent down to this world to deliver. So I thought, I mean, um, and that, those lyrics just, I mean, they just completely flipped toward Christ for me so easily that, I mean, it had to have been coming from God. Um, we also do a couple songs by Rival Sons. Um, the song Jordan by Rival Sons is kind of one of those songs where you don't have to change anything. It's, uh-huh. it's already got the message in there it's just where it says, don't cry for me now. You got to remember there is no death for those that believe. Yeah. So that's when we could just leave alone and just play it the way it is. So, um, yeah, like you said, we're able now to play stuff that's called, you know, obscure covers. That might not be something that everybody's heard, but, um, it's the, some of the greatest songs in the world or stuff that not very many people have heard. <laughs> right. So if we can take it, if we can turn it around for Christ, then, uh, we're going to do it. So and it's, lo- it's like our yeah. originals. It's like our originals. We hadn't heard the of, of those originals till we did them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, you yeah, know, with yeah, any yeah, secular, uh, any secular music you go out there, you're going to find some spiritual music out there. They because right. they they might not be a Christian band, but there are Christian members in there, and they kind of squeeze one in there just to. Just to to be like a thief in the night, so to speak, you know. Right. But what were you saying, say, Joel? Yeah, these two guys are, are such good musicians, and so it's like we like to to try to challenge ourselves a lot now. Uh, before some of the songs would would get kind of simple, um, almost I don't want to say easy, but kind of too easy sometimes. They're always in a certain key or something, and so we like to try to challenge ourselves, and a lot of this. This music, like like he mentioned, Black Country Communion. If you're playing a song that's being played by you know uh, Led Zeppelin's drummer's son, it's it's going to be challenging. And uh, and Joe Bonamassa is, is is an excellent guitarist, and Dwayne's able to pick this stuff up, and it's just fun to like see. Okay, what can what can we do? Because it's it's you know I, I like playing in church worship bands. That's fun and everything, but at the same time, I like I like something that gives me a challenge that that uh, maybe I'll struggle with, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep fighting for, for Christ by learning the song and, and pushing into it. All right. Hey guys, let's, uh, let's go to a commercial real fast and then we'll be right back with justice 316.
All right. Hey, this is Johnny Chuckles here. You want a church, you're looking for a church, you haven't been to a church in so long, and you need to connect because we're all God's children and we need to be connected as the body of Christ is shown through the pages of the Bible. I have a gentleman here, a pastor, the teacher, the Bob Vila of churches at the Renovation Church at the Peak. Here is Pastor Tim Hale. Can you take away? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, My name is Tim. I am the pastor at Renovation Church here in Midlothian. We are across the street uh, from Mountain Peak Elementary, right off of FM 663 on the south side of town, south of Kroger and all of that, right across from Rosebud uh, Subdivision. And we would be delighted to worship with you if you're looking for a church home, looking for a place to connect. I highly recommend our church. We are focused on authentic worship. And our worship is phenomenal. If you're a musician who, who wants an outlet to, to serve the Lord in, man, uh, we would love to connect you and give you an outlet. If you're a place who has, if you're a, a parent who has kids, man, we've got a fantastic kids ministry uh, called Renovation Kids that we would love to help you disciple your children in. Uh, if you've got students, we've got a fantastic student ministry called Epic Students. Love to be able to, to s- disciple your kids as, as well there. So, uh, man, we meet at 9.30 and 11 a.m. They're identical services on Sundays at 9.30 and 11. And you are welcome to come and be a part of what God is doing here at Renovation. And this is a Bible-based church, correct? Yes, we are a Bible-based church. The decisions we make, the what we teach is going to be completely from the Bible. Anything else is going to be based on traditions of men and, and uh, ideas that, that people have. We, we're just going to kind of stick with what God said. Amen. And just like I always say, let's get renovated at Renovation Church at the Peak. Not only will you see my good friend Tim here, you'll also get to see me because I am too a member here. And I can't wait to meet you, love on you, and share the gospel. That's right. We're so excited about what God's doing here. Our motto is from broken to beautiful. And we believe that that Jesus takes broken people, whatever has happened in your life, and he, he heals it and transforms it into something beautiful and something brand new. Hey, Tim, give that address one more time. We are 5010 FM 663 in Midlothian, Texas. 5010 FM 60, uh, 663 Midlothian, Texas. Now say that in French. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you there. God love you. God bless. Welcome back. We're here with Justice 316, part two. The ru- the the harvest. Oops. And I have to cut that one out. Okay. All right. So, okay. And then right here. All right. We are back with Justice 316. Uh, so, guys, real quick, because we're getting close to the end of the show. Uh, do you have any kind of uh, merch or where they can buy some merch to help support? Because I know bands to continue being the musicians, um, you know, keep going out there and spreading the word and listening to, uh, you know, having more fans and all that. You have to have money to go out there. 
You have to be able to pay for gas, uh, pay for equipment and all that. And the best thing about it is, you know, you have merch and, and also helps promote yourself. So is there a website where people can get a shirt? I see that rock for him hat. I think that's a rock for him hat that that Joel has. Is that is that a rock for uh, him? No, not not specifically. It's just a, a cross on a shield. Okay, because that's not- what rock for him has. I was going to okay. say that's a different podcast. I was going to get you a Johnny Tacos one to get to take that off. No, I love the Rock for Him guys. Uh, but we can uh, still send you a hat. Yeah, of course, of course. I'll send you a hat. We'll trade. But is there a place okay. where you can get uh, merchandise? Um, you can go to our website, which is our artistdcard.com slash justice316. Um, you can also go to our Facebook page. Just look us up on Facebook, Instagram. Um, just get a hold of us there. You can get uh, we have what t-shirts, guitar picks, drumsticks, CDs will, CDs will soon, be yeah. available soon. Physical CDs, um, as well as you can get our um, electronically. You can get our EP on Bandcamp.com. You can get it on Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, all that good stuff. Awesome, and. Uh... And you can also see where you're going to be performing as well on your website as well as Facebook. Uh, do you have any upcoming shows or any upcoming uh, music in the works? We are currently in the process of, of writing songs. Our goal is to release a full album uh, next year, uh, which will be a major undertaking financially. Uh, we just don't want to throw something out there that we recorded in someone's living room. So we have a, we have a uh, recording studio that, that we uh, recorded the EP from that, that we feel comfortable with uh, continuing with that. Uh, the only thing with it is it's a, um, it's rather expensive. Um, we're estimating based off of our EP that the album will probably cost us between four and 5,000 uh, to do it. So, uh, but again, we were extremely satisfied with the quality, uh, of the recording. Um, the producer, great guy. Um, we recorded in Grove city at a place called sound cellar. Is that right? Yep. Sound cellar. (laughs) (laughs) Nate McDonough. He's just, uh, amazing at what he does. And, uh, we were able to I mean, it seemed easy. I mean, at first, we thought, man, this is going to get expensive, but um, we were able to crowdfund um, and, and get donations to get it out there. And it and really, it, it kind of flowed in between that and uh, the, what we were getting paid to do some of our shows. It really wasn't as difficult as we thought. So, I mean, that was, that was God's hand coming in and, and providing like he always does. So. Yep. So, guys, I appreciate y'all, uh, Dwayne, Joel, and Booney, for being on the show. Uh, I just want to thank you for sending me these four songs. You know, it was it was kind of hard to choose the the top two um, that that I play on on the show. So it, it's still hard, you know. But uh, but we're we're gonna rock out to uh, rest in the grace. Um, here in a few seconds we're going can you tell a little story about that real quick 
so that's actually the oldest song on there. Um, I started coming up with that while I was at work. I just had this thought of trying to do this little bluesy thing at the beginning and kind of being mellow. Um, and I didn't realize at the time, but Joel said it's the, the vocal at the beginning kind of reminds you of Chris Cornell mm-hmm. type of thing where it's kind of, I'm kind of singing that lazy way that Chris Cornell did when he did his mellower stuff versus when he did his crazy sound. But, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so God rest his soul. it kind of went into that and it, it's, it's got its mellow parts and then it's got its intense parts and it kind of goes back and forth and there's kind of that tension to it. It kind of builds and then, and then falls back down and builds and falls back down, which I thought was pretty cool. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for being on the show. It's, it's, I hope y'all have a great day. Um, the God has opened so many doors for you and, and for the short amount of time your band's been together, you know, it's, it, you're already, um, uh, a household name for people far away from Ohio, you know, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, I, you know, it's Texas because uh, I've been wanting to get y'all on, on here for a while and I'm glad I did. Glad I got yeah. to talk to you. Y'all are very humble. Um, uh, very down to earth kind of gentleman. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep rocking. Keep grooving. Play a little country every now and then, you know. <laughs> uh, but I want to thank um, all the new listeners that happen to stumble upon the Johnny Taco Show, thinking it's a Food Network special where <laughs> I teach you the art of making street tacos. I have to be the bearer of bad news. I have to. Um, I'm a very, very, very good cook, but I'm not a very good teacher. So you came to the wrong place. But I do have good news. Yes, there is going to be edification, edification of Jesus Christ through the testimony of my guest and my constant babbling. Uh, Everyone is welcome to come and listen to because there is something that my guest or myself had to had to tell you had to speak that was coming from god that was coming from jesus that you needed to hear i am just so happy you are here and i am so happy that you decided to listen to all the way to the end um if you like it please hit subscribe on all my social medias uh, all the listening platforms Everything with every new follower comes up to two grand. I will do the night before Christmas live on Facebook live. Maybe, maybe in my Johnny tacos hat or maybe in a Santa Claus outfit. Who knows? Who knows what I would do if, if I can get 2000 followers by uh, December 25th. So that's going to be awesome to all the diehard listeners. The ones who listen to me every day and love the show and love learning about new musicians and love just um, love Jesus and and just just happy to be a part of the show. You are the sour cream on this Taco Supreme. And I just want to say without you and without the guest here, I would just be talking to the wall and that would give my wife ample ammunition to lock me away for good (laughs) so i want to say thank you all y'all have a good night we'll see y'all next time on the johnny taco show here it is justice 316 and rest in the grave
I've got that Holy Spirit fire deep down in my bones, and it's taken me higher than I ever thought I could go, and I rest in the grace of my Lord. And he keeps me safe from the storm. I've got the name of Jesus written down on the tablets of my soul. And no matter where my feet may trot, he'll be walking with me down there.
And I rest in the grace of my Lord And He keeps me safe from the storm 